Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chadwick, PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam. Another scouting report for you guys. Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman, who recently opted out of the rest Big of the season. season. Let's and go. declare for the draft. I'm Let's ready. go, baby. We're going to go over his strengths, his weaknesses, where he ranks for us on our boards, give player comps, and what NFL teams he might fit at the next level. Of course, follow our Twitter and Instagram at Boom or Bust Draft. If you're watching this on YouTube, please look us up wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, whatever. Please rate us five stars, or at least close to it, if you if you'd like. Um, and also look us up on YouTube, Boomer Bust Draft Show. If you're listening to us, and subscribe and hit the bell as well. You already clicked on do the it. video. All you gotta Ooh, do is click hit two the more bell, things. double down. Two more things. Come on, just click cowards. two more things. You're all cowards. Um, so let's go over Rashad Bateman and his background. Number Wait, 16. did you plug the website? Oh, I didn't plug the website. And YouTube. Oh, look at this guy. Two mock drafts too. Two mock drafts, PJ and Nick. Um, look at the website is down below. They both posted mock drafts, so please go on Twitter and at them and say. I am here to argue. Contrary to popular belief, I'm here to argue. I'm here to piss people off. I'm ready to go. I am here on Twitter. Yell at them. Hit them with the ats. Get in the mentions. So let's go over the background for Rashad Bateman. Number 16 overall on the official Boomer Bust Big Board. Number five wide receiver. He opted out of the 2020 season on August 4th when the Big Ten announced his plans not to play in the fall. But when they announced that they're going to play, he opted back in. Then, after five games, he opted out of the rest of the 2020 season on November 25th. Roller coaster for Rashad Bateman. He's 6'2", 2'10", former four-star recruit, number 367 overall, 61 wide receiver in 2018 out of Georgia. Last year, third-team All-American as a sophomore, won the Big Ten Receiver of the Year, finalist for the Blitnikoff Award, which, of course, is given to the nation's best receiver. And this year, he played in five games and caught 36 passes, for 472 yards and two touchdowns overall in his career, which is three years, 147 catches, 2,395 yards, 19 touchdowns. And this is all with Tanner Morgan playing quarterback. We just got to note <laughs> that. Mind. Like, I just that feel like mind. that's important. Why do you I guys just feel like that's a quarterback that I like in college? He I just I feel like that's important. college quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. Uh, we have uh, very varying definitions good of college good. quarterback. PJ don't know about good. You. Don't don't know about good. When you watch Rashad Bateman, what do you like the most besides that he's producing with Tanner Morgan? Uh, that is a big one because if you can produce, if you can drag Tanner Morgan to like a, a season in which Minnesota had realistic like a playoff chance two years ago, it must be nice, man. Because I I don't know how he did it. Uh, we talked a lot about Tyler Johnson, who I never liked because I thought he was slow. Oh, uh, I really like this Rashad guy. Bateman because uh, you know number one thing for me is the hands. Guy uh, catches everything. I, I mean, he is so strong. He goes up and gets the ball at the at the catch point. Not a body catcher, unlike Jalen Waddle. That was a big that was a big gripe I had with Jalen Waddle, another wide receiver at the top of this draft. Uh, I think this year, especially you know coming back, I think helped him a lot. I like him a lot more this year than I did heading into the year out, off of last year's tape. I think he got better. I think he's a better route runner. I think he's been better over the middle of the field this year, whereas heading into the year, I thought he would be more of a vertical type guy, uh, kind of like Jamar Chase. That's a question I still have about him. But I, And he's big, too. You know, he's 6'2", 210, whatever we're actually calling him here. Uh, I, I think he's got it. I like everything about Rashad Bateman. I just, I, I'm, I am in love. I tweeted it when I, he opted out. This is my guy. I think this is it for, for the wide receiver class for me this year. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't know how much to follow that up on. Uh, PJ just wrote a whole love letter to Rashad Bateman, <laughs> signed, sealed, put it in the mail. Um, oh, yeah, Bateman. I mean, he's really good. He's really smart at creating separation. He's a very good route runner and he's great at contested catches. Those three boxes he checks off and those three boxes are really important to wide receivers. Um, and that's kind of what PJ was talking about. Another thing I'll also mention is that he lines up in, in the slot and also outside, which I like. Mm -hmm. He's not, you know, fully committed. He always oh, an outside receiver, always oh, just a slot guy. Um, he does a little bit of both and he's really good at doing both. So a lot of things to love about Rashad Bateman, like PJ mentioned. Yeah, I had the inside outside thing as well. He also runs every route, which is, I think, an important thing for a young player like him. He won't yep. have to learn anything in terms of that. I think he's a good route runner, has great hands. He's athletic after the catch. It's kind of the trifecta today with receivers is route running, uh, possession ability, and ability after the catch. And he can do all of it. Um, I, I truly believe because he can do all those, he's going to be a great building block for any NFL offense. I think he fits anywhere. Um, and I just think in terms of anything you want from receiver today, he's just good at everything. Like, I, I don't, you know, I haven't seen him straight. He has some games where he's like down statistically. But other than that, he's been producing and doing just about anything you'd want from a guy as number one wide receiver on a team like Minnesota, you know? So, yeah, I mean, you guys mentioned it. What you guys didn't mention, though, what I love, he wears the number zero, which is oh. an elite. He's played, elite like, five games in zero. Which is like, Scouting the uniform number. It's Here we go. Zero. It's the first year zeros allowed, so I, I love it. Uh, good size, you guys mentioned it, 6'2", 210. NFL-ready body, not like other receivers. we got to add some weight, like Devontae Smith. This guy is walking in, and he's ready. Um, excellent on the outside last year. This year, he took over really Tyler Johnson's role in the slot. Tate, you mentioned it. He won everywhere. He could play everywhere. Great release. You know, good luck trying to press him at the line. Very good after the catch as well. He breaks a ton, a ton of tackles. Tate, what do you think Bateman's weaknesses are, though? Uh, I'm going with drops. He had 13 in two years, um, which, you know, is not, not sizable. Um uh, listen, I think he has good hands. I'm, I'm not denying that. It's We're nitpicking things about Rashad Bateman right now, and I'm going to go with drops. And then also, I mean, it's not really a con because it's not – I mean, it kind of is his fault in a way, but he's not like a burner. But if you're mm -hmm. looking for a burner wide receiver, just look elsewhere in the draft. Um, he's fast. He's athletic, but he's just not a burner. Those are those are the two things I'm going with. Yeah, I think he's he's kind of in between the the bigger possession receivers of you know your your six five Brandon Marshall type things, and he's not your Jalen Waddles, your Henry Ruggs, the guys that are going to beat Lamar Jackson for game winning touchdowns down the field. He's kind of in the in between stage. Like I, I see, I don't want to spoil the cop section. Uh, a lot of people on, on the interwebs out there have Michael Thomas. I'm not I'm not going that far. I I mean mm -hmm. Michael Thomas is my favorite player in football, but I don't think he's that much of, a, of just a possession guy. Michael Thomas is not burning anybody down the field. But, yeah, he lacks elite speed. I don't think it's it's that big of a deal. And, and just another thing, yeah, he same. does initiate a lot of contact, which might get flagged at the NFL level, which you might not get flagged for in college, downfield. Uh, he lives to fight people, which I'm here for. I'm, I would like my receivers to be physical. So I, I'm kind of in. Um I do think there's a chance he he gets flagged a decent amount in the NFL for, for you know, hand-checking or whatnot down the field, though. It was one of the guys I had a bit of a difficulty with finding a weakness because I think he's just good at everything. I don't know that he's elite at anything, but he's just good at everything. Um, the speed thing came up. I personally think, you know, some scouts are saying, like, his 40 won't be great, but 
I think he's going to be one of those guys that has maybe not the best 40, but in-game his speed is going to be much better than that and doesn't matter. Um, but that might be the only he's not You're not going to put him on a deep route. He's not just going to burn corners, you know. But that's about it. Yeah, the speed thing for me too. So he ran, it was interesting, he ran a 4-4 in high school, which is really fast for a high school kid. But then he was also 180 pounds coming into Minnesota. He gained 25 to 30 pounds now. So now he's four filled out. I expect a time maybe in the four fives. You don't really see the, the, the speed. He's not a burner on tape, like Tate said. Um, also not the most which agile. Is fine. Which is no, fine. Which is we're, fine. We're, we're all mentioning it, but it's it, that's totally yeah. fine. Just if you need a burner, draft a burner. He's not yeah. a burner. There's exactly. burners in this draft. And he's not he's not the most agile either. So he's not like going to juke you out or anything like that. He's more of a straight line guy who will beat you. And he breaks tackles with his physicality too. Also, Tate, you mentioned he's had an issue with drops in his career. I'm not too worried but it's got to be cleaned up a little bit at the next level. So, Nick, give me the bottom line on Rashad Bateman, where he ranks for you, player comp, and what team you'd like to see him play for the next level. So, team fit, uh, because I think he's one of those kind of guys that can do a little bit of everything, if you need a receiver, he will, he'll go anywhere. You know, So, I put Detroit, but I could have put Washington. I didn't because we're, set, or our sets, we're setting our sights on Rondale. We're locked in. Uh, Minnesota probably, could if they used the third one, uh, I guess – that, you know, Bears are in that range. Niners, all these teams that could use a third receiver, I guess. He, he would fit on any of those teams just because he can do a little bit of everything. My comp was Brandon Marshall, um, who I think gets thought of as a possession receiver. But I really believe that's because later in his career, he was still playing well and he became more of that. I, earlier in his career, Brandon yeah, Marshall Jets, was... Yeah, Jets' Brandon Marshall was not the same as Broncos' Brandon Marshall. Denver mm-hmm. Broncos' Brandon Marshall was very much a could-take-a-10-yard dig route and go the distance with it. And I, I think you'll see some of that from Bateman. Uh, at least early in his career, maybe becomes more. Maybe if he's like actually Brandon Marshall, he becomes more of a more possession guy later in his career. But I don't know. Uh, overall, had him number nine on my board now, number three Ooh. wide receiver. I I think he's climbing. The more I watch this guy, the more I you like have him. Three wide reason, receivers in the top nine. The <sighs> reason. It's ludicrous. Yes. Even Mister Ryan. Yes. Is he at least number two? Dude, Rondale, oh, we have to do a video on that. I mean, maybe it'll change. Well, Purdue, God damn it, Purdue. <laughs> 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 yes. Can I say that? I don't even know. Whatever. We're not under an umbrella of anyone anymore. So. <laughs> to finish up the thing with Rondale, another Minnesota guy, Justin Jefferson, the way he's playing right now and me thinking about his scouting report last year, I was like, this guy's just good at everything and maybe had a flaw about the press coverage thing. Mm-hmm. The way Jefferson has been kind of an all-around type and has come into the NFL and played the way he has makes me feel better about what I think for Bateman going into the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Nick, Nick just kind of stole my thunder there at the last second, which I'll take. Uh, when I watch Rashad Bateman, I go back to watching Justin Jefferson last year, and I, I think they are incredibly similar. And Justin Jefferson had the, you know, dominated the slot concern in his last year at LSU and Chase played the outside, and now Justin Jefferson is – you know, burning the world down and, and becoming one of the best receivers in the National Football League in year one. So I, I just, I think, I tweeted this when Bateman opted out. I'm going to double down on it right here. I was higher on Jefferson. Of this, I was highest on Jefferson of this crew last year. I didn't see that much of a drop-off between him and the first three wide receivers. I, I think, you know, <laughs> Nick wasn't here. Uh, I, I think... <laughs> You know, Bateman is going to be probably the fourth or fifth wide receiver taken. I just I don't see the the drop off there between any of them. He's wide receiver three for me now. He might end up in wide receiver two. He might take Waddle down. I haven't decided yet. 
Um, I can't imagine he's going to be any lower than, you know, 12th. Um, I think he's better than Devonta Smith due to the, to the frame concerns. Mm-hmm. So Justin Jefferson's a comp. Huh. I think Keenan Ooh. Allen is a comp a, a guy going across the middle of the field. Um, Rashad Bateman is that dude, man. Rashad Bateman and Denzel Mims. Costco Joe, if you're watching, I know you are. Make it happen. Have you seen uh, okay, so... this year? I have. Have you seen how much he weighs? Yeah, I have. Okay, it's he's like, still dominating. Add like okay. 10 pounds. That's so easy. Oh, um, Devontae's okay, so more right now, in my opinion. We've, we've got some uh, Rashad Bateman truthers uh, in this podcast, yeah, apparently. Do. Um, let's let's I don't slow it down, Tate. Oh, yeah, so I, you're, you're, are you the truther or are we the truthers? Because we are telling the truth. <laughs> okay, the okay. denier, I yeah, believe. Okay. So I'll be the truth. Science um, deniers. I don't think he's going in the top 10. Um, and I don't think he's a top 10 talent in this draft. Um, I think we're maybe forgetting what, you know, a top 10 talent is. Um, he's number 16 on my board. He's wide receiver five, which is exactly what we had conveniently on our big board. five wide receivers in the top 15? Wow. <laughs> yes. Asinine. Asinine. I do. Um, yeah, uh, so my comp is Adam Thielen. We're staying in uh, – okay, he went to Minnesota State. Um, I'm all in on it. Uh, and he's, You had two Minnesota comps in one video. I know. It's, <laughs> it's too much. Um, he, Adam Thielen plays slot. He plays outside. He's a talented route runner. He's not a total, total burner. Uh, and he just relies on the separation that he creates with his route running and such. Um, so that's, that's my comp. I think he's going like mid-first ultimately, um, not top ten like these two other goons. I never said top ten. So, I never said top ten. So to stay I, in the Minnesota train, I'm, I'm, I'm to stay in the Minnesota train. I'm going to compare uh, Rashad Bateman to Chad Beebe. I see a lot of him, and the no, I'm just joking. He's a top twenty-five <laughs> player for me on my board. Number six wide receiver. You guys are going to hate that. Uh, this receiver class is deep, man. I, it is really good. It's always deep, but this one just feels a little bit more. Uh, player comp actually, he reminds me of another former Big Ten receiver, another Penn State guy, Allen Robinson. I see a lot mm. of Allen Robinson in him. Almost the exact same size. Robinson only an inch taller. Also, both win on the outside and in the slot, but I think the best role for each of them is outside. Robinson also only ran a 4-6-40, so he isn't a blazer. And I'd say Robinson is better in contested situations. And But Bateman overall, I think, will be nearly or maybe as good as Allen Robinson or better. Robinson, great career in Chicago, and I expect Bateman to be very similar. Team fit, I'd love to see Bateman go to Baltimore at 17. Nick and Nick and PJ probably have him a lot higher than that. But I think he'd probably be like Lamar Jackson's no, so, best friend. So here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna temper you here. I would take Rashad Bateman higher yeah. than where he's going to go. Okay. So I, I have I accepted the work. fact that like he's gonna be Justin Jefferson going twenty second or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be mad about it and it's gonna be fine. Okay. Yeah, so I Baltimore at seventeen. Look, Lamar okay. Jackson would love him. Hollywood would uh Hollywood Brown would be a great compliment to him and Mark Andrews as well. So that's what we got on Rashad Bateman. Obviously, all four of us kind of split on him. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Boom or Bust Draft. Comment what you think about Rashad Bateman. Read Who's, the mock drafts. What team did you, yeah, what team Read did you fall on? And look up at PJ and Nick's mock draft as well. Where would you take Rashad Bateman? In this 2021 draft, rate us five stars on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and also subscribe. Please subscribe to the channel and Fun hit the there. bell as well. So for PJ Clark, for Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.